You're listening to Adeshokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adeshokbe Live, the official Afrobeat podcast, where we break down the hottest stories within the Afropop culture and in general, basically sponsored by World Remit and, of course, shot here at the Afromedia Studios and supported by LN Media, Ayo Maurice, and, of course, Afro Scene TV. I'm Adeshokbe Olaje, the host, and I'm joined this week by another special guest, another PR specialist, <laughs> as well as a broadcaster. It's my sister, Gracie May. How you doing? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Nah, I'm so man. excited. Nah, thank you for coming because I know you're also very busy in the game. Apart from radio, PR, you've got your podcast going, mm-hmm. you're a businesswoman, and you were stuck in traffic on your way here. I was. Apologies, apologies, apologies. <laughs> what anyway, can I say? Anyway, let's get into it. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on some of these stories. And mm-hmm. yeah, really, really looking forward to getting into it right now. So some of the headlines are simple. The YBNL princess uh, reappears demanding an apology from Olamide uh, during an interview that she granted. Obviously, we have the Ghanaian elections with John Dumelo, popular actor John Dumelo, losing uh, his parliamentary seat attempt. Uh, we've got David O's popular security, uh, TJ, who yeah. sadly lost his life earlier in the week. Um, of course, Burner Boy as well with soundtrack. We need to definitely talk there's about that. But yeah, there's a lot to get into. So let's start straight away. In Nigeria, where former YBNL artist known as YBNL Princess, now Temi Ovasa, gave an interview online where she slammed the label for what she claimed was a lack of growth, mm-hmm. holding her music back and not pushing her career at all. Now, the singer who signed for YBNL at the age of 19 to a lot of industry buzz, I hope you you, you cut the buzz mm-hmm. when she signed that time, isn't it? Claimed she being the only female was a token gesture and there was really no interest in developing her career. She went further to say she recorded a couple of albums under the stable that never saw the light of day as nobody communicated anything to her on why the albums were shelved, leading to why she eventually left. She also alluded to her sexuality possibly being a problem, although claiming she had and still has a great relationship with former label mates and label boss Olamide in the now viral interview piece. Well, following on from the interview, she has since tweeted that she had a meeting with Olamide and that all past issues have now been resolved. Mm-hmm. And uh, she finished with a quote saying, it's always been love between them all. Now, when you <laughs> saw the headline and you saw the interview, um, what were your thoughts about... I genuinely don't believe in airing your dirty laundry. <laughs> if you have an issue with Olamide and YBNL, go to them. What does airing it in public do for you? It means that you are no longer sellable for any other brand or label because they don't want to sign you because they believe that you're a liability. <laughs> if it was always love, then why did it even come up? Where was your media training? If the albums didn't come out years ago, why are you talking about it? Now, what about the interview in itself? When I watched the interview, the, okay, let's go back to when she was signed. Mm-hmm. When she was signed, there was a lot of buzz around the fact mm-hmm. that YBNL had signed a female artist Finally. who also showcased a lot of talent. She was she played the guitar. Mm-hmm. There was something sweet about her. Um, Olamide brought her to the UK for mm-hmm. the 2016 tour. Yep. She performed in London. There was a lot of buzz. I think she dropped about three or four singles during and that th- during that time and all of a sudden there was a lot silence. she was just silence. Mm-hmm. So what about us asking the question as well, probably putting it to the label, 
what did happen to that career. Do you think she was a token? Because Maven had Tiwa and, you know, everybody had their first lady. Do you feel like she was a token? I don't because Olamide has proven himself to be somebody that actually spots talent. Mm -hmm. He picked on Adekunle Gold. Mm -hmm. He picked Lil Kesh. Kesh. He's picked Fireboy. Mm -hmm. And when he picked, you know, YBNO Princess, she didn't have anything that all the other females at the time did. The right. sexual, you know, the sexy lady, Tiwa Savage or Yemi Alade mm -hmm. or all of that. She had none of that. None of it. She was just a young girl who talented. was talented. Right. And that alone spoke volumes to me, saying that Olamide picked her because of her talent. Then she went as well, saying something like, uh, on the album cover of the YBNL kind of camp, blah, blah, blah. She was just put on the wall somewhere. You know, she, she had a lot of insinuations in that interview. Mm -hmm. Plus the fact that she was chain smoking and swearing in the interview. There's nothing wrong with smoking and there's nothing wrong with swearing. But they... It she just messy. didn't come across. Yes. It was messy. Mm. It was just, I think everything you said, I completely agree with. Like, Olamide spots talent. Yep. He's active in the DMs. Yep. So he's always engaging with the fans. I Absolutely. think that's why he's the king of the street because people know that nothing he does is a tokenistic Absolutely. gesture. Absolutely. So when she was saying it, I was like, that's not the Olamide I know. And that we've seen. And like you said, with the track record of all the artists that we said, Adekunle Gold, Little Kesh, Fireboy, yep. um, they've had a proven track record. Absolutely. And, um, like an elongated, if I can say, career. None of them have been like one-hit wonders. Yep, yep. Also, on top of that, I don't know many people that have come away from YBNL and spoken badly about Olamide. So mm. I'm wondering why she would feel like it's just her. Watching it, like you said, her demeanour, the packaging, everything. I would... Uh, she just seemed disgruntled, but also... I don't know. Like it, it was just not pretty to see. And then she went to Twitter and eventually said she had already got, gotten Spoken in touch with... Which meant that they reached out after they saw that interview. And if it was that bad of a relationship while she was they there, I don't think they would have quickly reached out that well. And she would have put out a tweet um, following that. She's got an album out. And during... That's when what the I was going to say. Controversy <laughs> sells. <laughs> when the interview came out as well, I think she must have mentioned uh, Chinkwe Kun's name or something. And he did a freestyle where mm -hmm. he was like, keep my name out of your mouth. And yep. I was like... Whoa. He also has a track out though called Share Location. So ah, uh, <laughs> so yeah, controversy sells. Mm. What's up, my people? My name is Adi Shopiolaji, the AKA Shops. You do AKA the Energy God, and I'm officially on Fanbiz. Now, Fanbiz is a partner of Adi Shopiolaji, the official Afrobeats podcast. So you can hit me up on there if you have any questions about getting into the music industry, about the Afrobeats culture, and I'll specifically speak to you. Like I said, I'm giving free advice on Fanbiz at the moment, so make sure you join Fanbiz and hit me up for more information. I, I. I'm disappointed because I feel like we always have the conversation that there isn't enough investment or support into females Absolutely. in Afrobeats. Yep. Today, actually, I did a whole list of, I think, 50 or so Afrobeats female artists that are popping, that That's are releasing amazing. music. That That's amazing Because yeah, I'm just tired of the conversation. That's amazing um, work. Like, we speak about Thames, we speak about, obviously, Tiwa, Yemi, yeah. Simi, Shay yeah. Shay. Yeah. But there are so many people that are doing amazing work. And for me, she's just one of the artists that, I would like to know what happened to the albums. Uh, yeah. Um, I would like her to have that um, closure, if mm. you can call it that. Mm. But I don't think this is the right move if she wants to be pick up, picked up by another major mm. because you look like a liability. You look like you can't keep things confidential. You look sour. Mm. 
I just it does more harm than good. But what about you know? I'm I'm happy you touched on the the, the women in the music industry. Mm. We've been in conversations about this. We've been in Clubhouse. We've been you know I've spoken to artists. People are passionate and disappointed mm -hmm. with believing that they haven't been given a fair shot, right. which is true to some extent. Let's yeah. let's be honest yeah. with ourselves. Agreed. What are the major steps that you think the Afrobeat industry needs to make to ensure that there is a conducive environment mm. for, for, for female musicians that, in my opinion, I've said it a million times and I stand to say it again, that the women, when it comes to performances, I am yet Outside. to see... A, a female performer mm -hmm. that is not tearing up the stage. We dance, yeah. we sing, we've got the breath control, and we're doing it in heels with beat makeup. <laughs> the guys could never, okay? <laughs> we see the rocket up onto the stage. Talk about it. Drunk, high, which again, you know, live your life, whatever you feel mm. is best for you, you can do, but the ladies could never. Hmm. They would forget a dance step, they would forget. I've so they seen. don't take that risk. They don't, they can't afford to because. Women, we've been taught that there's only one seat at the table. And once mm. one person is written off, they're written off for life. God damn. So we, we don't take that chance. Um, and I, I speak on behalf of all the females. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> but I feel like um, we need more women in positions of power. Fantastic. Calling the shots. Creating organic, genuine opportunities. Um, you know, we don't want to be a token. We, mm. we want to be featured alongside you know the davids the whizzes the burners mm. um i don't even think you know a lot of people have said in the past oh why don't we just have like a, a female cypher or more female collabs and yeah that that is good i love to see unity yeah. but genuinely i want people to look at the art and to look at the product and to look at the music and just genuinely support i agree with you 100 percent. we need to get to the position where the art and the product and the music speaks for, for itself. itself however if you take the United States of America mm -hmm. as an example, when they decided that it was not enough mm -hmm. to say, yes, black people, they had to put it in law. Yeah. Affirmative action. Right. When you look at employment in American football, it's mm -hmm. called the Rooney Rule, right. which means that every single head coach vacancy that is being is put out there, there must be a black person that must be interviewed for that job mm -hmm. too. So there was a law put like written down to ensure that black people get these opportunities. opportunities. And now that we're now getting to that position, mm -hmm. then you can now start to say, okay, yeah, let's open the door even wider and say we're just judging based on talent and skills. But initially, we need to force the law. I'm, I'm looking at a situation where we're saying, do you know what? 40% of the music being played in Afrobeats, if you're a DJ, you must select minimum 40%. And the fact that I said that there's a list of 50 that I could name just off the bat of girls that I listen to means you know, that there is enough music. Do you know the funny thing? And another thing that I noticed when I tasked myself to do that mm. and create a segment for them, On I your found show, out, yeah. yes, I found out that when you are forced to go looking, Guess what? So you find so many. They're there and they're making good. I mean, I could name yeah. 10 in the UK. I could yeah. name 20 in West Africa. Yeah. We've yeah. got, you know, um, Miss Free. We've got Victoria Kamani holding yeah. it down on the east. Yeah. We've got Shoma, Shoma Josie. Yeah. Rusizwa holding it down Becca, in the south. In Ghana, Becca, Esria. The list goes on. It's just, yeah, but because people don't we, we put ourselves in a position where the DJs just play music with, 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 from David to Burnout, Jake, Jake, but Jake, the Jake, girls Jake. are making the the, the bangers. tempo Listen, bangers, they are which, again. There has to be a rule. Mm. I want 
people being forced. I listen, I want people's hands to be forced. Do you know? Let me tell you a thing. Because okay. obviously I have strong relationships with some of the Biggest. most amazing mm -hmm. females. I, I, I went, I forgot what party I was, and the DJ was playing behind me. And I was there for over an hour and a half. And I whispered to him, I said, in that last one hour, you've played almost 50 minutes of Burner Boy, <laughs> which I love, oh, by the way. <laughs> you've played about 20 minutes of Whiskey, and you haven't played one female. female. I made him uncomfortable. It was our party. To. He's one of the close DJ, and he was like, ah, uh, and, and then he hit me with some Yemi and Tiwa, and then Inyola, uh, and then Temi, and then he moved on. But I'm like, Someone had Do to better. point out. Yes. So if I make it a rule, like you're playing at this club tonight, fantastic. I don't care how you're going to do your mix. Mm -hmm. Your playlist has to have 40% women. Eventually, when you're doing that consistently for four, five, six months, It'll become the you norm. will find yeah. out yeah. that you yourself are going looking for them. Mm. Now I'm looking for Lydia Jasmine from Uganda. Mm -hmm. Now I'm running into Busiswa from South Africa. Now I'm searching by force for Miss V's hit. I'm listening to the album. album. I want to pick one song that's going to be great for my playlist. Yeah. Do you understand? So I think that's where we need to be. Although... I understand how the women feel like, nah, don't, we ain't no token. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Just love it. us for who we are. I get it. But, I blame some of the yeah. labels as well because I mean, um, Leah has just been signed by DMW. And she's said, the first lady. Exactly. DMW's what about, been around for years. What about the term first lady? <laughs> you know, it already sets up a president that any other female that's going to come in is going to be seen as a threat because that position is already, hmm. quote unquote, taken. Hmm. I feel like, first of all, I will say I praise DMW. Whenever yeah. one of them releases, all Everybody of them support. Supports. So they all posted it on their feed, yep. Yep. Um, on their story. story. David even followed her yep. to her first couple of radio interviews, even though he was kind of doing a blackout yeah. since he's been in mourning. And I just thought, you know, it's beautiful to see that he's using his... Platform. Right. To he's just leverage he's her. known for that. Right. Anyway. He does it all... He, you know, put Maya Kun on his Mobo yeah, performance. He's known for leveraging his platform for the guys that are still coming up. Um, I will say, though, yeah, it just sets a bad precedent. Yeah, that, there, that, there's no that space that to phrase. sign any other female. Yeah, yeah, they will feel like the second lady. Who wants to be the second lady? Nobody remembers second. <laughs> <laughs> we only remember the first. No, we just need to keep on talking about this and pushing it further. Right. Hopefully, like you said, we will get parity. And, and, and the to. ladies... A lot of the great ones will not have been forced out of the industry. Mm -hmm. I think that's my fear, that the disappointment just you just like you know what, just forget this rubbish. The music is so good. The music is amazing. The music. I was listening to Miss V's album on my way here. We'll talk about it. I mm. had to send a message to her. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. You know, She's this is so crazy. Well. The features, the production. It's crazy. I'm great body of work. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The Kojo Funds track is actually my favorite on the project. The one with Sarko is ridiculous. Okay, bro. no, that was sick too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's amazing. And, and I'm, I'm very happy we'll, we'll be able to talk, we'll talk about, about it. Yeah. yeah. So now moving on from that, this week saw the highly anticipated Ghanaian presidential elections mm. take place as incumbent president Anako Fuado took on former president John Mahama in, in the close race at the top. Now, Nana Akufuado eventually claimed victory with over 51% of the public vote. However, 24 hours after the results were made public, former President John Mahama spoke at a press conference where he refused the election results, claiming irregularities with the results in some areas. 
Now, the parliamentary results at press time remains closer than ever, with the ruling party MPP at 137 seats, whilst the opposition NDC have 136. Now, well, the opposition party have claimed they have won in the parliament with more seats in what is being considered by observers as being a free and fair election so far. Now, well, before the election date, Ghanaian celebrities and singers had joined various campaigns pleading with Ghanaians to keep it free and fair and stay clear of trouble. And largely, this call for peace and unity was heeded um, by the public. However, the police claimed five people died and 19 were injured during the tense weekend. Some of the other notable contests were by popular actor John Dumelo, who lost in a closely fought parliamentary seat in Accra. He lost by just 2,000 votes. First of all, an actor in John Dumelo who's decided to step up mm -hmm. and be a politician. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? We've got one in Lagos who lost uh, favor uh, when, when he was campaigning for social media to be banned. Uh, mm -hmm. What's his name now? Shay, you remind me of this guy's name. Uh, um, uh, well, I remember his name. That yeah. He was th that popular actor. Anyway, what are your thoughts? John Dumelo loses. Uh, <laughs> he's been seen out for the first time since his election loss today, and, and some of the people were taking a mickey at him. I thought that was unfair. Yeah, unfair. I feel like um, Donald Trump has set the tone mm. of reality stars and celebrities, people that don't have a political history, mm. kind of taking up those spaces. In Nigeria, we've seen people like Chris Okoti also run yep. for president. Yep. So it's not new. Um, I'm always weary when someone that doesn't really understand the landscape... Desmond Elliott is the Nigerian right. one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just always weary when um, celebrities try to step into that space. Um, oh, using their state, using their popularity yeah, to try to cash in into politics. It shouldn't be a popularity contest, mm. right? It should be what are you going to do for the country? How are you going to serve us? How are you going to make our tax money mm. efficient and effective? Um, I don't agree in taking a mickey out of him. Absolutely. He threw his hat in the ring. Um, he did well, and he did well. I just very very well. He was going against two greats. Yeah, and it was just the power. The power was just too much. Too now, much. in terms of the presidential election, obviously, uh, the former president has come out to say he refuses the results. He's not happy. Whereas Nana, uh, the incumbent president, has reached out to everybody calling for unity. Mm -hmm. The time for fighting is over. Let's just move on. Da, 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 da. However, is there something that Nigeria can learn from? Twenty twenty three. For from be interesting. you know, even sadly, five people allegedly lost their lives yeah. and nineteen injured. But that still sounds like uh, a drop in, in the ocean when it comes what? to Nigeria. Yeah. So, but again, one thing I wanted to speak to you about was the celebrities and musicians were part of a campaign mm -hmm. that was really reaching out to the to the general public and on TV, people. on social media mm -hmm. and everything, saying, please, let's keep it free and fair. Mm -hmm. Let's stay away from trouble. We are all one Ghana. That, I think, was a fantastic move. 100%. However, in Nigeria in the past, we've seen some sections of celebrities do that, mm -hmm. but we've also seen sections of celebrity endorse different political parties. parties. Yeah. What are your thoughts on endorsing political parties or what's the best way to go forward when it comes to being a musician and being approached mm. by these big politicians and saying, you know, come, come uh, support me? So I echo your sentiments in saying that it was great that we had Sarkozy, Stoneboy, Shatawale yep. just posting pictures yep. of preparing to vote, then yep. at the ballot, and they yep. didn't really say who they were voting for, yep. keeping it quite neutral. I think... 
if I take it back to the UK, yep. Stormzy heavily supported Jeremy Corbyn yep. because they were going for the youth vote. Absolutely. So I can understand why the parties have a vested interest in engaging with celebrities yep. and using their platforms. Yep. If I take it back to Nigeria, I've, I haven't really seen it done effectively mm. Mm. without it looking like this person is just posting because they've been paid yep. versus do they really care about politics. Mm. I think it's a tricky one because when it comes to social issues like NSARS, yep. um, We Are Tired and all the other campaigns we've seen this year, yeah. we are on these celebrities' necks to give us yeah. their opinion <laughs> on what they think Absolutely. and they need to be involved. But then when but it comes when to politics, politics we're we, don't like, hear them. we don't want to hear from you. That's Stay a... in your box. You're just a rapper. You're just a singer. I do what we're paying point. you to do. I love that point. So it's a bit of a tricky dynamic. I actually think that celebrities and entertainers should be allowed the opportunity to endorse a candidate. They do it in the United States of America. Right. And apart from the fact that in some cases they might be paid for that endorsement, but some cases you actually believe mm -hmm. in that political dream. Mm -hmm. You know, that this guy has spoken to me. He told me he wants to engage with the young people. He showed me his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven step plan. Mm -hmm. and it, His manifesto. Yes, it aligns with my thoughts and my views on how leadership should be. And what's wrong with me coming out so, and saying that? I don't think there's anything wrong. I think depending on how <laughs> extreme they are on the spectrum, mm. you can alienate an audience okay and if your primary focus as an artist is at the end of the day getting your music out there and you know securing the bag yep, sometimes yep. it can be it detrimental hurt, especially yeah. if that person wins and then doesn't follow through with their manifesto yeah. with the promises they start spending <coughs> money and all the other things that we see politicians yep. around the world doing mm. um you're right i think everyone has freedom of speech mm. they should definitely let us know that, that they are politically engaged yes they don't i don't personally think they always have to say who they're politically aligned to but they should they yeah, should just let us know that, that they are part engaged. of the democratic process and they should encourage their followers to do the same. Because they've got a platform. Exactly basically. that. Adesha Live, the Afrobeats podcast sponsored by World Remit. Amazing. Now, going over to Nigeria, where popular Afrobeat superstar Davido announced this week the passing of his beloved bodyguard and someone he called Uncle TJ. Mm. The gentle giant who has been seen around Davido for over 10 years was reportedly to have been battling an unknown illness for a while before eventually passing on this past week. Davido wrote a, a heartfelt tribute on social media, sharing pictures of both of them together and expressing his heartbreak at the loss of another close one, saying he's tired of being strong now. Now, David, if you remember, lost two very close friends in a space of months about two years ago, uh, one being his former DJ and very close friend, DJ Olu. And with the sad news like this continuing to ravage 2020, I'm sure we all can't wait to leave this dark year behind it. Uh, what are your thoughts? First of all, our condolences go out to, to Davido and the family of TJ. Um, I've seen TJ a couple of times with mm -hmm. David when I went to Nigeria, even in the UK. I, th I believe he's traveled with him a couple of times mm -hmm. as well. And the relationship, as he calls him uncle, that's one of the closest people. And you know, David always, the people he's worked with for a long time mm -hmm. has still been around. Yep. Um, and I believe even a couple of months ago during the NSARS protest, mm -hmm. he actually was the one that put David on the His shoulder when they were, you protesting. know. Yeah. So this must be a heavy blow for yeah. the young man. Yeah. I feel like David has had a hard time. So again, thoughts mm. and prayers are with him and the whole DMW camp. You know, losing his mum at a young age. Mm, mm. I feel like there's been significant periods in his life where out of nowhere, somebody close to him mm. has passed away. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, in the black community, we talk about 
grief mm. but we don't talk about mental health and how to recover from it and how to cope with it Absolutely. and obviously being in the spotlight has its own set of anxiety and yes. pressure and everything else so to have so many losses and he's only what 27 28, 28? yeah um it's a hard time it's hearing the stories as well of, you know um TJ really being kind of like a father figure yeah, as well, him, um, carrying him into you know planes, trains, buses, coaches, waking him up right. at relevant times, ensuring that he yeah. attends gigs, interviews, putting his life on the line to make sure he's you know he was safe and sound and and like you said, I actually thought about the mental health angle of mm. this because the impact. This is a young brother mm. who obviously cares a lot mm -hmm. about the people that he surrounds himself with. Yeah. And he has gone above and beyond in ensuring that a lot of the people that you see around him, be it the musicians, the assistants, the bodyguards, are have comfortable. are comfortable. And they become family members. Yeah. And the minute he announced this loss, his social media posts, like what I said, where he said, I'm tired mm. of being strong. strong. That statement alone, was what hit me the most. Because yeah. you know people are saying, yeah, be strong, be strong. And he's like, yo, I'm how many you. times mm -hmm. do I have to be strong? And now is the time. I know we don't have a culture of really looking after our mental health in Nigeria or going to therapist or whatever, but, you know, bro. Now is the time. Can I tell you a, a scary fact? Yeah. There's only 200 registered psychiatrists in the whole of Nigeria. <sighs> 200. Um, I only know this because my mom's a forensic psychiatrist and she's looking to, you know, do a lot of more mental health, like, schemes, activities, programs in Nigeria. But the demand isn't there. We attribute it to everything, you know, go to church, go to mosque. You know, that person has juice Family on Family member whatever. coming to yeah. tell you stuff. Um, and I think with the population size as it is, there's no way we should only have 200. Hmm. That's like zero point zero. But to be honest with you, there are a lot of people that graduate with with the psychology degree in and Nigeria. They fly out. However, mm. some of them even change careers. Yeah. Because of the necessity to find a job and to make that ends pays. meet. Right. Absolutely. They change careers. They don't register as a psychologist or look after people, or psycho a psychotherapist or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the last twelve months with the news that we see on social media with young men and women that are, have either attempted or taken their, their lives, lives based on the pressure that, you know, people are facing nowadays. There's a need. Massive There's need. There's a need. I think if I take it back to TJ, I don't know if you saw David O's um, story. Mm. Um, TJ had texted someone saying, you know, um, he had been stabbed in the neck yeah. defending David, yeah. but then he said he would always be David's soldier and he will always be there for him. And David just screenshot that message that he had sent to a friend and said, um, TJ... Um, I will continue to be a soldier for you or something to that effect. And I think That's now crazy. is the time for him to really invest in just taking some time out. Mm. He's had a great year, you know, two albums He's in two sad years. sad as well because his album just came out. I know, but the pressure of the new release and grief, something has to take priority mm. and your mental health has to be number one. Absolutely. Otherwise, there won't be any other albums. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, condolences to David and the entire DMW camp and of most especially... TJ's family and friends. Mm. Now over to South Africa, where rapper AKA who supposedly gearing up for a boxing match with his arch rival Casper Nyovis announced this week that he's now a part owner of a posh restaurant and club called Cuban Lounge in South Africa, tagging it Boss Moves. Now the rapper said 
The lockdown got him reevaluating his career and looking at other ways to monetize, hence creating his vodka uh, named Cruise and launching his app. Now, the new acquisition is just the next level up as he felt his fans needed the right spot to drink his vodka, and that was why he picked up the club. Now, it's impossible for us not to mention Kaspar Jovis whilst talking about AKA because a fan tagged Kaspar in a tweet congratulating AKA. The fans can be. <laughs> They can be dirty as well. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulating AKA of his new endeavors, saying whilst AKA is making boss moves, Casper just wants to fight. Well, Casper responded by saying nobody was ready to have the conversation about me making boss moves. And no one was in his league as an entrepreneur. Casper went on to say AKA's announcement is a ploy to avoid getting in the ring with him next year after AKA was the one who initiated the boxing match that Casper has now totally bought into and ready to go. Firstly, what are your thoughts about AKA diversifying uh, into, you know, club and restaurant ownership. I love it. I love it. We've got DJ Equal in Atlanta with his Ace Club. Equal is incredible Yeah, as he's well. doing his thing. Yeah. Um, DJ Tunes has the Afro Beat Nights in New York. Mm. And again, they do lots of things. And I think they have a residency actually in the club. So I am mm. all for Afro Beats artists diversifying their portfolio, mm. making money any mm. way they can. Giving us more ownership, right? Because mm. if we own the club... AK is a rapper. Rapper. Be careful. Though. If you say Afro Beats artist, he's a African, South African, African rapper. rapper. <laughs> Sorry, I know him and Casper and a few they uh, nasty want... seed. They're not Afrobeats. Sorry, say that. African, South African <laughs> rapper. Exactly. <laughs> but I love seeing artists. Yes. From the continent. Yep. Is that good? Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I love seeing them have ownership because I've said for too long that everybody else is calling the shots. And when I um, previously mentioned, you know, we need, we need more women in positions of power. Yeah. This is just another way to do it. If we've got the clubs and we've got the ear of the consumers, the listeners, the public, we can narrate our own story. Yeah. We can continue to build generational wealth. Mm. Um, and I think it's Very just nice important. to see. I want to go to the club. Absolutely. Yeah, when, I saw, <laughs> when I saw it as well, that was the first thing I thought, like, yo, because he said posh. And mm -hmm. then he posted a video of him around the club saying Luxury. they're launching, yeah, yeah, they're launching on the 12th of December is having an amazing time. I believe uh, AKA, actually both AKA and Casper mm. have, have made incredible strides in the entrepreneurial space over mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Nobody can deny what Casper's done, done, particularly taking his own money mm -hmm. into developing his concerts from going from 5,000 to 20,000 to 50 to 60,000 by himself. Self. Now that is one of the biggest risks any musician can do. do in their own life. Mm -hmm. And then it's diversified into other brands as well. So there's something in the water in South Africa that these artists have taken, you know, their investments from music and decided to look at other interests that they can put their money into. Mm -hmm. What would you say about the brothers and sisters from West Africa? What would you, because, so, um, uh, can I hail NSG for a second? Please, please They have do. gone back to Ghana yes, um, and that. confirmed that they are opening up a club in Ghana. Fantastic. And you know, NSG is made up of Nigerian and Ghanaian Gan members. Yeah. So I love to see it. Um, if I now go back to... 
Nathan. Yeah, I'm hailing them. The guys I are young. Them. They're I all under that. 30. They're using the they money. Made an amazing, they had an amazing year from 2019 mm-hmm. to 2020. So why don't you just invest the money in something? And, you know, when we go to Accra, we talk about Bloom Bar and all these mm. other high-profile places. Now people want to go to NSG's club in the so, hopes that they might even see them, but it, to know that the vibe mad. is going to be right. It will be mad. It will be great. Yeah. Um what do I think about Nigerian, Ghanaian, and other West African artists? That some of them need to really make, maybe they need to make their investments and their other interests a little bit more public. So it, because I believe it will inspire the younger yes. artists. Because a lot of people believe that it's just the money they take from shows and record sales right. that they're going to live on. And that's why a lot of people might have gone broke in the last couple of years. I feel like the more people than we know have invested into like property, have yes. invested into land, mm. and maybe they don't shout about it because it's not necessarily in line with their brand. Yeah. Um, but we do know that a lot of people have then gone ahead to create labels without knowing how to run mm. a label, mm. have gone on to sign artists, have gone on to... Mm make bad investments because they haven't really understood the ecosystem yeah. and then you're right they've ended up broke and it's a shame i just feel like i don't know nobody wants to to talk about the losses as well as the successes so we just hear you know that phrase you just said there mm. is actually one of the things that i was speaking to one of my friends about and i said to her i said yo one of the reasons why people just want to be you whilst you're popping is because you actually never told them some the of those stories mm-hmm. and I, i'll be honest i'll, I'll break confi- uh, confidentiality here what's going on yemi alade my queen you know i'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about this mm. so i spoke to her i said yemi alade won the peak talent show in nigeria mm-hmm. in 2008 or 2009 one of the biggest shows that was watched by millions in nigeria she got fame, right? peak talent show mm, she got about dead. five million naira whatever whatever was the biggest thing mm. but do you believe that it took yemi from 2009 after winning the most popular show in the country mm-hmm. to 2014 to getting her first hit record johnny yeah yeah six years, years. of being known by everybody on the streets mm-hmm. walking the streets in lagos people pointing to you da, 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 da still recording music, backing up for other musicians, trying to grind six years mm. before she found the eventual takeoff that for she needed it to exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people, that six years, people don't know. People just say, yeah, me I like that journey. Hey, I'm looking for my journey. Hey. Nah. <laughs> it's not that. No, six years she was grinding, making ends meet. Exactly. hand to mouth. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think those stories, now I believe it's time for people like that and people in those positions to now start sharing those stories. Mm. You know, Tiwa Savage was on X Factor in 2008. Yeah, age 26. She didn't get back to Nigeria with big hit records until three, four years later. Mm-hmm. You know, so now that's what people need to start studying. She's and those one, are the, though, that of the few artists that has said, you know, I went to Banky W and he said no. Yeah, I went to I this went person. To this person <laughs> So I love her honesty, but you're right. We don't hear enough about it. And there are a few artists now coming out with like docu-series and documentaries. And RCC has one called Origin, which is on Apple Music. What about the one he had on Netflix? Have you seen the one on Zulu Man in Tokyo? 
No, I've not it's seen that incredible. one. Incredible. Came out a couple of months ago. Wow. Absolutely stunning. He's another young brother that I really, really like. I really rate South him. African rapper. Incredible. If you don't know who it is, just go check it out. Nice to see. He's a brilliant young brother that's making amazing music and also making strides mm-hmm. outside of the music space. Right. I'll check that Apple one out. And he goes back to, you know, the shanty town that he grew up in and wow. you really see on him Apple? going on Apple Music. Yeah, whole documentary and you see him like connecting with you know the people that he grew up with and it's like rah you started here yeah. it's sick to me I, I love everything he's doing he's mm. coming out with a couple books as well mm. an autobiography mm. and I, I'm hopeful that he'll be true to himself mm. and really talk about the losses during that time during that I come up um, so that it inspires other people to see that it's not a straight line sometimes there's bur- uh, bends there's curves but ultimately, if you keep at it, hmm. you'll succeed. So Absolutely. hold tight to him. Absolutely. Hold tight to my brother, Nasty, Nasty C. C. Definitely. Now, over to the United Kingdom. After a few years hiatus, the Mobile Awards finally uh, returned virtually with stunning performances from the likes of her, Shabo, Miss Banks, Heady One, Young T and Bugsy, Tiwa Savage, Silo G, to name a few. The Queen's killed it, by the way. Oh, my I've gosh. i to say that. Let's, <laughs> let's just start with that one. <laughs> the ceremony was hosted by presenters Maya Jama and Chunks, becoming the first host of any top uh, award event in Europe with Somali heritage. Mm-hmm. Shout-outs to the mobile for that incredible pairing. Now, stars like Nines, Heady One, Mahalia, H, J- uh, Young T and Bugsy were most... Of course, we're amongst the winners with the most anticipated category at the ceremony for us, <laughs> Afrobeats Heads, of mm-hmm. course, was the Best African Act category, which had the likes of Wiz, Burner, David Oshatawale, Tiwa Afrobeat, uh, Master KG, Fireboy, Stoneboy, and Rema as the nominees. Tiwa Savage as the only female artist on that nomination. What do you think? Not great. They have to have done better, don't you think? The, the whole anyway we'll talk about what we'll i think about, about the nominees in general okay okay mm-hmm. now the winner eventually was starboy wheezy who i believe picked up the mobiles for a second time in the category or maybe the third time i think that's his fourth mobile is it yeah fantastic well and he gave an acceptance speech via zoom as did some of the other winners firstly what do you think about the award ceremony as a whole and who gave out the who gave the most standout performance in your opinion? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, again, repeat what you said. Yep. Big hail to Mobos for having the first double act Somali um, of Somali heritage. So, you know, Amazing. Maya Jamma is half Swedish, yes. half Somali, and Chunks is fully Somali. Yeah. And love to see it. I like the fact that throughout the award show, they went to different cities that yeah. have urban music. You know, they even had a setup that was in Lagos. I was yeah. like, okay, that's really nice to see. In terms of standout performances, you know, you touched on Tiwa. <sighs> Oh, Dami Twitch and the whole team Crazy. did amazing. It Crazy. was actually executively produced by Vanessa, who's it's obviously amazing. her manager, PR, all-round superstar. That video they gave was... gave us pastels, no. there was harmonies. The video was crazy. It was sick. The it was performance... an R&B refix of Korobat as well. For me, every time, I always try to remind people, like, Tim was savage. Is a, a savage R&B mm-hmm. singer. Like, mm-hmm. tr- mind the... Po- forget the pun. She is a savage R&B singer. And what she did in that performance by switching it up Mm -hmm. and show that's what superstars do. I'm not going to be performing it the way you know it. Right. Now let me give you a live rendition of this sound. And that was what she did. Over to you. Live arrangements, the backing vocalist, she had the choir, she even added the NSARS message there as well, who gave the order. That went viral. 
it was sick. Like everything was just crisp. It was clean. Mm. It was beautiful. It was soft. It was pastel, but it was strong at the same time. Mm. Loved Tua. We had David O as well. David. Oh, yes. David the fact that he again used his platform to put the mayor of Lagos on. No, he's debut at the Mobos. Yeah, yeah, Come on. That's crazy. He Come did that. On. He did that at Wireless. Mm-hmm. He's done that a couple of times already. Right. He spoke about him on Shade Borough. Mm-hmm. You know, this is somebody oh, that. Oh, I love. Remember, Woo! David. He, the Shade Room were messy for nah, that. Shade though. Room, yeah. He was like, yo, who's the biggest artist in life? And he's like, his name is Maya Cool. Like, I'm like, David, that's true, David O'Brien. She Parker. was cheeky though, because she even gave him options. She said, out of Bernard Wiz and David, who's yeah, the biggest? He had You're just... speaking to David. What do you want him to say? Because he just come <laughs> off of that interview that he gave uh, mm. the beautiful Bolanle and said, yo, he was the biggest artist. Obviously, you're supposed to believe you're the best. Of course. And, and, and that was it. But in, going back to the performances, I, you know, coming from Tiwa Savage, uh, Miss Banks was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I will just quickly say, sorry, just back yeah. on David there were a few comments around the lip syncing yeah and that they were comparing it to Tiwa who gave us the live arrangements who gave us quote unquote live vocals Mm. whereas obviously David David and Mayokun sang over the track nothing was too different and for me who likes live music I think that I was a little bit disappointed yeah I think that was the that was I, I just do you know the funny thing I was on air whilst the mobiles was happening. Okay. So I'm just watching, not really listening at that time. Yeah. But I left the studio at the Beat London One Three Point Six FM. My sisters on West Side Radio, Radio every single week as well. Yeah. I walked into the to the office and I looked on Twitter and David had forty thousand tweets. So wow. I'm like, what's going on here, man? What is it? So when I clicked into it. David already has beef for London Twitter. <laughs> Shout out my brother. He doesn't want to hear from us. He's like, London, he said London Twitter is crazy. Yep. So once I clicked into it, everybody's killing it. The, oh, man, he was lip syncing and blah, 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 blah. It wasn't just us, though. I went on Instablog Niger and everybody was saying the same thing. Said, yeah. Wow. They were not too impressed. People had comments, though, because, you know, Copy presented the awards yeah. to Wizkid, and we'll come to Wizkid and Burner in a yeah. second. First of all, let me, uh, I'll, I'll wrap that up with some good, positive vibes I loved the fact that this was the first time that I really felt that Afrobeats had a foot in the Mobile Awards Mm. we had two winners two performers and presenters come on to be honest with you the Mobile's big shout outs to the Mobile Awards for the last at least the last couple of awards they've done incredibly well Mm -hmm. remember David performed If and Stuff live on Channel 4 a couple of years ago from Liverpool Mm -hmm. and we've had Fuse ODG give some of the most amazing Amazing performances Mm -hmm. as well at the Mobile so the Mobile consistently shout out Kanye King shout out my sister Eunice the entire Mobile team Mm -hmm. they have been very forthright in ensuring that the African heritage yes initially we used to we were crazy back in 2010 we were angry because they treat us bad like oh man why are they treating Africans like this Mm -hmm, this is musical mm -hmm. black but they eventually evolved and they embraced it very well but this time around it was just amazing. The fact that... For me, it didn't feel like a token this year. From we the beginning, Maya big. Jama saying that we're having performances like David Ochi was... I'm like, we're yes. in the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. for me, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big shout-outs once again to the mobiles for really, really bringing that to... And shout-outs to, you know, Style OG as well. Mm-hmm. Style OG's performance. Sick. Crazy Sick. performance. All the women. Her shape. Shabo, man. Shabo's another beast it. we need to talk about. Yep. Now, let's ballet. go into the award. The winners. The winners. Okay, so I Heady would like... Heady one. Okay. Heady one. Mm-hmm. You cannot 
say anything. Eddie has had a good two years, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's been at the top of the game. Mm -hmm. His name is all over the place. The album went to it's number not, one. Yeah. You know, so there's nothing anybody can say about Eddie One apart from the fact that he was fighting on the plane. But that, that, yeah, but that was <gasps> Dubai, <laughs> Dubai. Yeah, yeah, but we're not gonna talk about it. in nope. this context. Eddie One has had an Done amazing really well. year. Nines mm -hmm. cleaned out. Yep. Nobody could question that as well. Mm -hmm. These these are names that are killing it in that. That whole world. Now Young let's, T and Bugsy. They had a big smash mm -hmm. over the last 10 months. If it wasn't Corona, that record would even have done mad. They had a mm -hmm. remix with the baby, I think right. it was. Mm -hmm. um, who else? It was the, the questionable one. Even Shady, my producer, was saying, like, Mahalia. Okay, that's not what I thought you were going to no, say. I, okay, hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't heard that much about her. However, the mobiles have a knack. Of 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 spotting ta yes, talent. spotting somebody that's just about to Super. gain our attention. Mm -hmm. Lauren Vula was one of those. Mm -hmm. You know, they already so the minute that they touched her, I went to check out some of her stuff on YouTube, and I'm seeing 20 million views. Yeah, she's sick. <laughs> I'm about her. I like her <laughs> yeah, a lot. So I'm like, yo, this woman, this queen is big. Yeah, she's so sick. that was dope. Let's talk about the best African act category. Once you put Starboy in the mix. It starts to become a questionable one. Personally, over the last 10, 12 months, 14 months, two years, it's very impossible to see Beyond Burner Boy in the Best African Act category. However, okay. I think the, 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 the nominees should have been well spread. I think I should have seen Diamond in there. Yep. Um, I believe Ayemi Alade should have been in there. Yep. Um, but again, when you're looking at people selecting, sometimes you're selecting your favorites. So I'll and say that the year in review was last September to this September. Yeah. So if we're looking at that window, yeah. um, Kid hadn't dropped his album in that window. It was September to when? Last September 2019 to yeah. September 2020 and Made in Lagos came out on the 30th of October. Hey! In that same year, um, Afro B didn't release one song. But the record. But he was nominated. Be, no, but the record continued to be one of the biggest records in the world. Remember, Joanna, even though it was released in 2018, mm -hmm. continued to grow in numbers. But he dropped an EP. Have you forgotten? He Afro dropped Wave, Afro the Wave, project. But that was before September, sir. Yeah, but it's before September last year. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? I'm no. Sure. He said that he his caption on Instagram was, Are "I haven't sure? dropped anything this year. Surprised to be nominated, but vote for me anyway." Are you sure? He said it. Well, he, no. We can, we can check. We need to check that. Shay, come on. Because I remember the, the launch party, and yeah. I remember it was, was a it summer no, in the BBC studios. No, Afro I remember you hosted and yeah. you killed it, as always. I'm, like, are you sure? Afro I mean, you can, you can triple check, but his Afro. Instagram caption was, I've not dropped anything this year. Happy for the nomination, though. Vote for me. It was 11th of October. Okay. Yes. So he... His caption yeah, was slightly was misleading. 11, yeah, it was 11th of October. Afrowave was 11th of October. So it definitely went into that. He had Category. Kondo right. featuring T-Pain, Smash Record. So that was that was it. But the Whiskey one is the one that I'm thinking, what? How? So, what, what? so um, maybe the single. Joro, Ghetto Love, all of those fell into that window. Okay. But if we were to compare it to Burner Boy's year, mm. or in that same time period, obviously we had Twice as Tall, mm. Um, African Giant dropped actually before that August, window. August. Um, 
But you're right. Tiwa should have been there. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Yemi should have been there. Yeah. Tiwa was there. Yeah. To me, um, I was happy that Adekunle was there. Yes, Adekunle. I was expecting yeah, Joe Boy up. there. Is it with the singles? Because He's had a I'll be honest year. with you, they, the, some of the the criteria of mm. selecting the nominations mm-hmm. was single or project. project. If Rem is there, yeah. Joe Boy should have been there. You think? If Fireboy is there. Joe, you don't think Joe Boy should have been there? No, I'm just thinking he had a. What was that big record? Nobody was a big record. Nobody with DJ Neptune. That's a big record. Yeah. Then he had. Uh, he dropped his King, project, right? Um, with which ben- had King. Mm-hmm. And, ooh. But the thing, the pro- this is the problem. His best African act is come like his best Nigerian act now. True, true. You yeah, I mean? East Africa didn't to- get a look in. You're right. Diamond should have been there. Diamond dropped um, um, be Trap with Kofi Olomide. He got 10 big- million views in the- one week. We're going to talk about it's the biggest thing. Yeah. The biggest situation. So I, uh, how do I'm I say this? You, there, there are people the, that I know that are on the committee. I'm sure you it, know them yeah, too. Yeah, myself. Yeah. You know, I, I I was just, on the, we got the, you know, the problem is this. <sighs> Who, Unfortunately, sometimes people find it hard to separate being a critic mm. to being a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, as a fan, if they tell me to pick my top three artists, you always get a David in there. Always. You always get a, you know, Yemi Alade. Mm-hmm. You always get a Oiskid in there. You, you're always going to get those things. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a critic and I'm looking at specific stuff, those people might not be in there yep. based on the, the criteria that has been laid on the table. Now, that's me. But now we're talking a whole lot of other people. I love people. that you said that, though, you, because when you're on know. the committee yeah, yeah. or when you're voting for something like this, yeah. you have to be Take the air on the street. Yes. Not your preference, yeah. but what is actually the pulse of the culture right now. And to me, WizKid was... And I, I heard other people say, oh, I looked and I didn't know who to decide, so I just picked Wiz as the default. That's what happens. It's not fair. That's what happens. So a lot of people... That's why I said at the beginning that once Wiz is in a pot... Game it, over. It, it becomes a different conversation. Mm. Now it's a popularity contest mm-hmm. in the UK and outside of the UK. But WizKid definitely... He dropped a project in Salman EP in December. He did. Which was one of my favourite projects as well. So for me, he definitely caught my attention. Yeah. You know, Salman EP. I think ridiculous. of all the people that were nominated, mm. again, I only have to hail for me, Adekunle, because out of he, all of them, he, 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 Afropop has been on repeat for me. Mm. Twice as tall hasn't had that replay value that I would have loved. It's been on replay, repeat for me. Um, Celia had that replay value for me. Yeah. So for, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Shatter Wally Stone Boy. The fact that there were only two Ghanaians, and I know that Sarkodis can pull out. Hold on a second. Sarkodis album. Black listen, Love was listen, sick. Listen, officially on the Afrobeats podcast, Black Love is one of the best albums of the last 12 yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. No cap. No cap. No cap. I love Stone Boy's album as well. Like, obviously, Stone the fact people able to Kerry Hilson yeah. and Activate with David. Yeah, it was but, how was Sarkozy not there? Black Love is ridiculous. Sick. Features Techno Mouse, Keith Daniel, King Promise, Kwame Eugene, Kidi. It had uh, Mr. Easy. has got Malik Berry. has got Doneo. Trust. That shows you how many times I listened to that mm-hmm. project. It's ridiculous. So that's the only questionable thing. But in terms of, you know, once there's a winner, but Burner Boy won the best, best international, international act. Which an Afrobeats act hasn't picked up in the past. And, looking and that was at, his 
first mobile, I believe. Yes, and look at because mobile didn't take place last, last year. Last year. So and that was the year when it was on fire. So that's a big award as mm-hmm. well. So you know, shout outs to whiskey, shout outs to Burner Boy. Obviously, names that you cannot skate through or skate over once you're talking about African act mm-hmm. and Afrobeats. However, the likes of Fali, Pupa, and Diamond Platinums, they need to be in the conversation. 100%. Too. 100%. Yeah, now sticking with award theme, as the MTV Africa's 2021 award nominees have been released over the weekend, the ceremony itself is scheduled to take place in Uganda 2021, mm-hmm. pandemic permitting. And as you can imagine, some of the categories consist of Africa's finest musicians. Firstly, what are your thoughts on the return of MTV Africa Awards? And secondly, I'd like to go through the nominees as you make your predictions. Let's <laughs> kick it off with the best female. All right. Simi, Nigeria. Sheba, Uganda. Shoma Jose, South Africa. Busiswa, South Africa. Yemi Alade, Nigeria. Uh, Ramos, Soraya Ramos, Cape Verde. And Tiwa Savage, Nigeria. So I have a question. Um, is this voted for by the public? Or is it a committee-based... The nominations was committee-based. Okay. But the winners will be voted for... I think so. Okay. Because I think with names like Tiwa, Yemi, and Simi, it's, it's, it's it a, popularity a popularity contest. contest. Um, Sean Josie has had an amazing Incredible year. two years. Yeah, just Incredible like, two years. from even before John Cena, yeah. but knowing that she's been able to, you know, Incredible cross the pond years. and yeah. really hold it down. And she's 19, I believe. She's a young, young, young girl. Young, young. Killing it. Um, I feel really bad for Soraya Ramos from Cape Verde because in that a list category, like this, she, she, her name doesn't stand out. I but this was just dropped a project. Incredible. Incredible. My story. Fantastic. But again, you've got the heavyweights that have been doing it. Tiwa, Yemi, mm. their OG, Simi, Duduke was everywhere, charted was in every country. Yeah, it was the biggest. That's the, the biggest. It was the biggest Simi record ever. Ever. And again, if it's based on popularity, I don't know whether the public are going to be like, okay, let me look at the last 12 months. And pick Duduke, or are they going to go for the names that they know and love? The names. So, prediction then. That'll be tough. That was tough for me. I looked at it and I'm just like, yo, great. I'm. I don't have to 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 pick. You know, yeah. (laughs) 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 That's. I've left that to you. Best male. Burn up boy Nigeria. Enos B. Good. Uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm-hmm. Kabza de Small, South Africa. I love him. Harmonize, Tanzania. Fireboy, Nigeria. Master KG, South Africa. Rema, Nigeria. Master KG with Jerusalemer. Huge. Was the most searched Big. for track on Shazam yeah, for like year. four weeks in a row. It's crazy. Will he take it home though? Enos B had the biggest record in Yope Remix featuring Diamond Platinums last year. 170 million views. Cavs of Small has Spanono with Burner Boy with Wizkid, one of the biggest Amma Piano Afro He's the originator Amma Piano. Fireboy has done two albums. LTG is a classic Afrobeats album. Nobody can, not everybody has a classic album. Features. Yeah. But then Burner Boy has flipping Diddy on Twice as Tall. No, no. So. The future. Rem, look, I didn't even put Rema in the the not the running, but even yeah. in the conversation because he's <laughs> default. Yeah. People just look at him and just expect that he's gonna take it home. There's nothing that he does. Woman was my most streamed song on my Spotify Wrapped. Are you for real? I saw it. I said, you know what? It's true. <laughs> One of my favorite songs of the year. Now, artist of the year, Burner, Kalema, uh, Diamond Platinums, Master KG, David O. Chiwa Savage and Whiskey. Um, I plead the fifth. 
have no comment. That's a How? tough one. How? If he's voting, everybody should just leave now because Diamond Platinums he's and the boys from East Africa. They, they don't get... play. The Swahili guys, <laughs> they don't play. Yeah. Diamond does in a day what it takes the average artist to do in six months. Now, another category that was interesting is best hip hop. Nasty C, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Suspect 95, Cote d'Ivoire. Calligraph Jones, Kenya. Kwesi Arthur, Ghana. NGA Angola and OMG Senegal. No Nigeria and only Kwesi from Ghana. What are your thoughts? <laughs> and they I, didn't even put AKA or Casper in there. No, I feel like, um, and this is going to be so controversial to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the rappers that we know and love have started singing. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Yo, what like, do you do? Nasty C is taking it home for me. He um Zulu Man with some power, incredible album. He had mm. T I on the project. Yeah. Um he's really been going ham with the visuals. And mm. I mean I mean the only person I think could really challenge him in the on the list is maybe mm. No, he's he's taking it home. The, the final <laughs> one that I wanted us That's to my prediction. Pay me money when it happens, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the final one I wanted us to have a look at is a loan together. You know, earlier on doing the um uh, the lockdown MTV had this a concert, concert alone yeah. together concert. So they selected a couple of performances mm-hmm. doing that performance, and it was Diamond Platinum's uh, Black Motion South Africa, Niniola featuring Busiswa, uh, Singular that's Congo, AK South Africa, and Yemi Alade Nigeria. The Poverty Live session. Which one takes it for you? Um, so I rewatched all of them today. Yep. As you do. Yep. Um, and oh. <laughs> It's crazy, because Diamond Platinum was ridiculous. Yeah, that was the one I was going to say. Yeah, oh, he walked us through the whole house. Uh-huh. He had he, the girl. He had something yeah, to it. It was crazy. You know, it's, obviously, he when you the see the, the women perform, Nini Olambo, Siswa was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Lady was it. was crazy. But Diamond just, he just did something else that and we hadn't seen, seen because before. it was early. Right. Now we're used to people adding a little bit more to mm-hmm. their performances. But at the beginning of the year, that, that was... That was in his house. Yeah, that was stunning. He and started he, in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just that element alone. I'm like, Diamond Platinum's, yeah, yeah. That's it, you know. So, yeah, well, over to East Africa, where Diamond Platinum's mm-hmm. new single featuring Kofi Olomide continues to become the fastest rising song in Africa with over 11 million views in a week and support coming from all over the world. The noise reached fever pitch when Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta was seen dancing to the record at a recent event, which led Kenyan rapper Octopizo to condemning Kenyans on Twitter for supporting foreign musicians over theirs in singer Otile Brown. Now, Otile Brown, who has a new song featuring Ricardo Banks, responded saying he loved every musician, including Kenyan, uh, including foreign artists. And his quote w- was simply, support who you like. Support what you like. Music has no boundaries. Jealousy is a sign of weakness. And it ain't for us. If you ain't popping, you just ain't. Even if you try to bring another competition down, you can never force people to like your ish. I got nothing but love for every artist, even foreign artists. Might poke them sometimes, but it's nothing personal. This is just entertainment. Because just... Just because we're being vouched for in these complaints doesn't mean we feel slash think the same. So it's not supporting Octopus's complaints. <laughs> Do you let us stop whining for our media keep supporting us, not only big hits or big artists. When a song is good, 
even to upcoming artists, you pick it up. It's okay not to like my music or support. A hustler will always be one regardless. Support what you like. Now, what are your thoughts, first of all, on, we talked about Diamond Platinum's record becoming yeah. arguably the big, it's like everybody else is trying to go international, he's trying to go Pan-African. Yeah. Which is it. the way. That's it. 54 countries in Africa. You can't tell me that if you did an African tour where you did one country every week. He'll be be doing stadiums (laughs) by the time the pandemic opens in different countries around Africa. So now, this complaint has always been leveled, particularly in Kenya. Mm -hmm. We've seen people even have, you know, demonstrations and stuff like that where they're talking about, oh, Kenyan radio supports Nigeria and and other parts more than Kenyan artists. Mm -hmm. It looks like this is another, you know, reaction by Octopizzle. What do you think he should... Do you think he was right to say what he said? Can I take you back to this time last year? Yes, please. When Fuse ODG was like, Detti December is here. Oh, Ghana. In Ghana. Let us only play Ghanaian musicians and artists. Why is it that I'm listening to radio and I'm hearing all of of these Nigerians. When I go to Nigeria, I don't hear Ghanaians. I I remember. This argument or this notion is not new. Mm. We haven't heard it this year, not just last year, not just the year before. Absolutely. Um, The comment on just support good music, Mm. I definitely resonate with. But there is something about supporting your own. That's why the law comes again into the conversation. Mm -hmm. So now there must be a law Mm -hmm. that allows and forces the hand of the local DJs and radio to support specific first. My my only bugbear with this is... Artists that blow in Ghana, as an example, yep. will complain that they don't get the international traction. Yep. And you will turn around and say, oh, it's because you rap in Tree or Ga or Fanti. You mm. don't have the international appeal. Mm. You have Nigerian artists that purposefully will mm. rap and sing in English and Pigeon. Like, even the Ibo artists don't blow like the mm. artists that are singing in English and Pigeon Talk about because it. they have that in mind. Yeah. Go back to the music. If the music doesn't have the quote-unquote international appeal, it's not going to cross the boundaries. The issue only comes when the artists are singing in their local dialects and and the countries don't support. So I believe there should be some kind of initiative. Like I really love artists like Trina South, Nova. They're really doing it on the east side, but we don't know about them. We don't hear them. Because again, they're singing in Swahili or whatever their native (sighs) tongue is. Uh, it's down to the DJs. We it said the culture. In, in Nigeria, I think it happened as well in the early 2000s where the Nigerian artists really picked up a, an issue with radio stations and stuff in Nigeria because they were playing a lot of hip-hop American. and r and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I think they increased uh, to 70 or 80% Nigerian music. Mm-hmm. Hence why Nigerian music has also blossomed. Right. So it's other, a journey. Other parts of Africa as well, I believe in Ghana and Kenya and all these places, these are the type of laws that they should look at. For their broadcast, you know, platforms. Yes, people will say the music is good enough. Yes, yes, we understand that. But, but let's force let's force this hands, thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with having more women as well. Yeah. Yes, there's great music. But let's force the hand first. Let me know <laughs> that when I get into the studio, if my DJ does not have 40% women singles, mm. then we're not ready to go. Or 40% local talent. Straight away. I feel like South Africa has done it so well because Ama Piano has only spread across the continent because they knew it was a vibe. They supported the vibe. And, and other people caught the vibe and, and said, 
I'm on this. Everything. Everything is South Africa. They did it with Quater, yeah. House. They yes. are very good And when people sustaining. go to South Africa because of how developed South Africa mm-hmm. is, and you see what kind of music they're listening to and what the vibe is like, mm-hmm. everybody leaves South Africa. Listen, every night. Taking Niger- that sound back to where they come song from. Every song has yeah. a, a Nigerian artist has an Amapiano song. Every. What? I can name five for you now. <laughs> LAX, Rema, um, Mastercraft. Um, um, oh, E-Wallet was, um, who was E-Wallet? E-Wallet was uh, Kidomina. Uh, uh-huh. Everybody. <laughs> but it's true because I, I've yeah. always said with music, the people are the biggest ambassadors. Hmm. You can do as much A&R, PR, branding as you want. Once it connects with the people, they will go and They'll recommend it. it. That's it. And that's that's definitely it. Finally, uh, two things. Burn Up Boy with the official soundtrack for the new, brand new, uh, brand new Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto game. Yeah. Again, Burner Boy is making Killing strides. It. I'm wearing the Burner Boy t-shirt right now yeah, from the Ruby Collection. Listen, I had the track suit yesterday. Yep. Listen, yep. he looks like he's killing it. He's, he's doing it. He's not only making sounds for us, he's also, Branching you know, out. collaborating. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the games, are, he, this is probably the second year in a row that mm-hmm. I believe is on the Grand Theft Auto. I think... And he was in a movie as well. Right, and not just him. I want to um, hail Fireboy and Rama. They were Fe- also on Fireboy FIFA was on FIFA. And N- uh, the NBA games as NBA well. Games. So That's I'm just loving it. This is what you call endorsement, sponsorship, longevity, because these guys sit at home and play video games mm. six hours in a day. Absolutely. If they're consuming the content. Oh, Naira Mali got placement as well. Naira Mali, Naira Mali. Oh, Listen, God. my son plays games. He raps some songs I've never heard before in my life. Do you see? And he knows the lyric mm-hmm. word for word. So it's because of the game. And finally, just about 24 hours ago, a couple of days ago, Chipmunk posted a, 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 a screenshot up where he said, at this age, you can't be picky anymore. I think somebody must have told him that once you get to 8.30, you can't be picky with the ladies anymore. Just beat the one with the cleanest heart Jesus. and move forward with Jesus. that. What are your thoughts on the fact that when you get to a certain age, you cannot be picky when it comes to relationships? Do you buy that? I reject or are you that in the mighty name of Jesus. What? Or are you one of those that say, just wait on the Lord? Ah, your time will we'll come. come. I don't believe in settling full stop with career, yeah. with relationships, whatever. There's a saying that men don't marry the love of their life. They marry when they're ready. Hmm. And I think his statement aligns with that. At 30, I think he's believing that I'm ready to settle down now. So I'm just going to marry the next the, babe. The, night, the ah, clean heart. Yeah, and I just... just I don't agree. I don't agree. God forbid a man will now come to marry me and say that, oh, because I I was the only one left. Forget it. Forget it, please. Back to sender. (laughs) Listen, uh, finally, we mentioned albums by Ms. V, Mm -hmm. um, DJ Spino. Techno. And Techno. What are your thoughts about it? I listened to the Techno album. I think it it deserves probably a couple of listens for me because there was more like the same vibe throughout i don't think there was a collaborative effort in there no collaborations, no collaborations on, on his on project there. old romance it, 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 it kind of sounded like the same, same kind of same mood isn't it what, what did you think about um it? so for me actually it was an easy first listen mm. but nothing really stood out i was at the listening party yeah. on wednesday yeah. um i playlisted the track uh dana i believe it's yeah. called um i like that one a lot of people are liking neighbor yeah. for, it's his debut album i don't know why it's taking him so long yeah, yeah. This is this is this to me is not the best of techno. Yeah, I, I felt like he just maybe he just wanted to put the music out. The music will sound dope anyways and is an incredible musician. Right. Producers master master craft. I mean hearing Mix Monster on there. Oh yeah. You He's know, got so great producers. Great He's a great stuff. writer anyway. Brilliant, but it was just kinda 
chill. Yeah, kind of chill. You know, Ms. V, the album, like I said, we yeah. already found our favorites in there. Mm-hmm. The album's fantastic. Haven't taken a, a year or something away from music and coming back with an album this year, that was a little bit tricky because people would be like, yo, do you really know what's going on mm-hmm. right now? But the sound is incredible. The record with Kojo is dope. The My one favorite. with uh, it, med- Medical is incredible. Yeah. My Baby is fantastic. And then the sound. Oh, wait, sorry. Then. I just want to quickly um, hail Love Letter as yeah. well. Love so- Letter is sick. No features. She just killed it. Yeah. Oh. Love Letter is sick. Sorry. You were going to say the one with yeah, Sakode. Yeah, ridiculous as well. Yeah. Now, DJ Spinoff for me as a DJ. I'm going to cut you. It looks like. Talk to me. He named it after me. Grace. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to him. I said, everywhere I go, I'm going to say that you Your named co- it after him. He said, thank you. So you heard it here first. Absolutely. The project was named after me. Gracie May, thank you. Nah. Um, he's got everyone on there. Everybody's Everybody. on there. And it's Afrobeats as well. And I, it's I, just, always, I love it. It's great when you hear an Afrobeats album. It's my favorite album. of the three. It's a f- Listen, I'm not going to argue with you. I think having Oxlade, having Fire, uh, is it Fire Shabo Boy? He's got Shabo on there. He's Shabo, got Bodge on there. Bodge. Nice Ailes. The track with um, Bella um, Schmoder's on yeah, there. Just, you know, it's a, a lot. A remix Mains to the Cranium track as well. Yeah. And um, so. with Benji Flow. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. You know, shout out to my brother DJ Spino. That album's fantastic. Go check out all three albums. Support good we music. We have Techno. We have Ms. V. Mm-hmm. We have DJ Spino. On that note, we end this week's edition of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeat podcast, of course, sponsored by World. Remit and supported by Afri Media Studios, Afro Scene TV, LM Media, Ayo Maurice, and thank you to my incredible guest, the one and only Gracie May. Before we go though, yes. I have to hail you. Oh, thank you. Sir. Honestly, I've Appreciate been it, doing man. radio for five years. Mm. The last three years have been heavily influenced by the connections you've helped me make, the wow. p- platforms you've put me on, wow. The, wow. The, just even our one-to-one talks of mentorship and everything. I, I wouldn't be where I am without you. Wow. So, no, That's thank huge, you so much. Man. Thank I appreciate you, you so much. And I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's that that no, really, honestly, really from the heart. me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll be bringing you on again. Oh, I'm sure you can I'm always ready. come and talk about this thing. And you've got a podcast as well. Yes, please. please, guys. Check me out every Wednesday, 9 to 11 p.m. on yeah. Westside Radio with the Afro Nation show. Myself Boom. and Rod Rance giving you the best in Afro beats. Crazy. Afro swing. Shout out my Afro brother, Rod Rance, everything. Man. Check hey. me out on the Fro Beats podcast as well. Yeah. We do Afro pop culture. So similar vibe to this, but Amazing. we get a little bit messier. You know, yeah. three girls on a platform. We, we do the thing, okay? Yeah. Uh, you can also Absolutely. find me writing um, Afrobeats interviews for the F Word Porn Magazine and Sounds of Africa. I've just dropped actually the F Word podcast with CK. <laughs> He's dropping a project, Boyfriend, uh, next quarter, and we talk about all things that, NSARS and everything else. And again, we've said PR, I work with Lord London, and we basically expose great talent. So. Listen. That's Gracie May in a bubble. Listen, man. Gracie May and a lot more, man. Once again, thank you very much for coming through. Thank you, sir. Rod Rand, send me that Cameroonian record, man. (laughs) I'm waiting for you, man. Until next time, it's peace. And I'm out. Right. 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 Right.